Thanks to everyone who supported us over at patreon.com slash boards and swords. Uh, check it out if you want additional content like the pre-show, post-show bonus stuff. And I have to thank over here, I got a nice little special surprise. Uh, you may not know this, but we've been doing some form of this show in various takes since the end of 20 or 2011. So we're coming up on 10 years of us having done this show, Philip. So so thank you for putting up with me for that long. Thank you for putting up with me for that long. So I, I, I did a little treat for you and I, I could have saved this till when it was closer, but I'm impatient uh, and I had so much fun putting you? this together. No. So uh, uh, Philip, why don't you, you go ahead and click on that new intro for us? Watch very closely now. Three, two, one. Bzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzz
this seems to be like a very popular thing to happen where people release like a beta rule book and then like the actual rule book like uh actually charging for the beta rule book it's usually about the same price as like the regular thing or like except for it's like a paperback version usually for a lot of these okay so like ffg did it for all their star wars games they did like a beta uh and then they you know it was like 40 bucks for the beta in fact if you go to some of the gen con like used book dealer stuff you can sometimes still find the beta rule book for for that game yeah so it's gonna be written by uh matt forbeck and you and I do like they do this. The DC uh, Mutants and Masterminds version did this that we played on the Dirtbags, where you're not just making your own uh, superhero. You're you're actually can you you can make your own, but you can um, play as like your favorite heroes. Like they have like the 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 player the player sheets or the character sheets for all the different. For, oh, like for Iron Man and Doctor yeah. Strange and Spider Man. Because it's like yeah, you can make your own hero, but if I'm gonna make my own hero. I could just play any superhero RPG. Like I'm going to play a Marvel RPG to play like a Marvel character, you know? Yeah. Like we're going to have a team of six Iron Man and yeah. we're going to be running around all thinking we're, you know, all thinking we're hot shit. Yeah. The, so the playtest rule book is going to come out in March, 2022 and then the full game launching in 2023. The only thing I was surprised about this is that it's actually being published by Marvel. Like usually with like a lot of these games, they're not sending it out. Yeah. They uh, license it to somebody else. Like I was kind of expecting them to license it to, to like edge entertainment that, that does the fantasy flight stuff now, since they've got the license for a lot of like the, the, the card games and the Asmodee's got a lock on some of that. Oh, the joke I had written was if you're a Jack of all trade, does that also make you multiversed? Do you see that the game's going to have a D six one six system? Yeah. Which I was like, really? Just cause it's earth six one six. Yeah. They've been playing that in a bunch. Uh, there was a, there was a clip of that in, uh, the Loki, the Loki show, which did you watch that? We could talk about it in bonus stuff. Yes. I watched that. Okay. Uh, I mean, we don't, it, it's, there's that the first episode, there's nothing spoilery about anything. Well, I know, but it's not necessarily gaming related and we'll probably have a ton of gaming stuff. So that's why I like to push it in the bonus. Okay. You got to give, you got to have special content for so like if they would, but you tease it up in the show. So it like you do. So people are like, hey, if you want to hear what we thought about Loki, you're going to have to uh, pay us a dollar. All right. Doll hair. Next thing. Uh, I'm kind of so. So to go along with this, I'm kind of surprised FFG hasn't put out a uh, Star Wars themed train game called Wicket to Ride. Uh-huh. Uh, and then also I just anytime I see Ticket to Ride now, I just think of Colin and Cindy. Uh, they're coming yeah. out with the new Ticket to Ride train switcher. So do, do you remember those logic puzzles that was like rush hour where you got to like move the cars? Yeah, you had to put everything in a certain way. And it was yeah. like, that's what this reminds me of. It's basically and then on the back of the card. There was like challenge modes like do this in 12 moves or less. Yeah, exactly. So there's a company called uh, Mixlore, which is an Asmodee studio that's putting out this ticket to ride train switcher, which basically as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, this is like (laughs) this is like a rush hour. But for ticket to ride where you get like scenario cards, which like put this car here and these on these tracks and you got to move them to to get it out in like a specific way kind of thing. (laughs) The first comment is so it's a new game in the vein of rush hour. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so i'm not the only one who thought of that i do like the board though and it slides out to have so it looks like the oh for uh, for internal storage yeah. yeah it slides out to have store all the cards and the components and stuff i'm just like my first thought is i want an app <laughs> right yeah i like that's that's really my first thought on most things <laughs> But for then we make this. Yeah, because it's like, well, because it's like a one player kind of thing. And if I'm doing that, I'm probably going to, you know, play it on my phone. I'd probably play the crap out of this on my phone. 
because uh, I do a lot of those logic puzzles. Looks like it's going to debut October. So around, you know, not long after the new Gen Con, uh, the later Gen Con with for $25. I I solved it. You solved what? The number 37 card right there on top. Oh, you in did? The picture. Yeah, I solved it. Oh. <laughs> I, just, I just did it in my head. <laughs> Well, yeah, but like, you move don't this know guy, the, move this guy, move this guy, you're done. Yeah, but you don't know what the exact <clears throat> scenario is, do you? I don't know. I'm not even going to pretend to know. So there you go. If you like Ticket to Ride, yeah, there you go. Uh, this next one, the, the there's a lot of... I'm, if you don't like Asmodee or FFG, you might as well just like fast forward through some of this because the rest of these are FFG announcements and this one was an Asmodee, but uh, this next one was uh, inevitable. And that is Marvel Champions. I was giving, Marvel Champions. There you go. What? The Mad Titan Shadow. Mo- Fantasy Flight announces the Mad Titan Shadow campaign box for Marvel Champions featuring Mr. Josh Brolin himself, Thanos. Is this like is this like Peter Pan where his his shadow's a complete asshole and like does stuff to him? <laughs> no. Oh. So, yeah, so this is a campaign box, which means it's going to have two heroes in it. So we're getting Adam Warlock, which we haven't seen in the cinematic universe, except for... Well, we have, but we we have, but we haven't. Yeah, we saw his cocoon. We saw his cocoon in the the second Guardians movie, but uh, he... I've only read the comics. I think I've read the the original Infinity Saga once, the Infinity Stone one, but um, he is a big deal involving like that story, so kind of weird that we haven't seen him so far, and they managed to tell the story without him. So it'll be kind of weird when they do get around to him, like, what is the story, since most of his story involves around the infinity stones oh yeah uh the other one on here is spectrum who is the other hero and that is uh monica rambo which if you've been watching wandavision oh yeah so we get we get some of her in there uh and then just like all the other campaign boxes you're gonna have you're gonna deal with his minions basically and then finish off with that so like all the different uh like was it ebony maw and proxima midnight Midnight, yeah yeah so you'll fight them all i can think of with that card with the infinity gauntlet is just exodia (laughs) <laughs> oh the the thanos one yeah the, the the no the card right next to him just the gauntlet sitting there in oh. space I'm like oh, oh. that's because it's the like right it's, arm it's of the, right, the right arm of thanos <laughs> but the other cool part about this is so so it, it's gonna have an infinity infinity stone bit but they actually made the uh, glove, the Infinity Gauntlet, is its own separate campaign deck. So you can take this and play it on any scenario that's come out. Ooh. And so it's like, oh, this person gets the Infinity Stone or the Infinity Gauntlet. And then like every turn you like flip over cards to find out like what stone triggers and how does that affect your abilities and stuff. So it's like you could play Rhino, but with the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> The time stone activates and he's now a child. (laughs) No, you're the child. He's fine. And you punt him across the map. (laughs) So uh, I believe this is supposed to be coming out like October-ish time frame. I don't know if they fully set a date, but that's based on what we've seen, like August, September-ish, based on what's been announced so far. That's when we're, so another like, this would have probably been a Gen Con release had we been a normal year. Yeah. I'm excited. I I, I love this game. I'm so excited. Like, I haven't even, I just started playing one campaign with uh, some friends um, and we played like the first, the first part of the Rise of Red Skull and lost and had to play it again. Uh, So like, that's all I've done on the campaign boxes, but I'm still buying up everything. I gotta, I gotta have it, man. I gotta have it. That's like me and Power Rangers. Yeah. 
but Which I have I got a shipping notification. I was about to say I, I saw some announcements that that stuff's coming out to like retail. So I was like, oh, I wonder if that stuff's like. Yep, I got my shipping notice, and then I saw something uh, like two weeks ago that was like, hey, we're gonna be dropping our new Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, did they say what the next one is? They did not. Mm. They just said be prepared. I wonder if they'll do like newer stuff since that's like you know um, to try and tie in with like all the new promotion stuff. I wonder if like maybe like uh, who owns it now? It's not Hasbro. I think Hasbro owns Power Rangers. I wanted them to yeah, be like, hey, hey, do our new stuff. Well, but, yeah. Well, they, they uh, well, Yeah, that would probably like the corporate overlords probably yeah. have uh, a big sway. But then there's also the uh, the um, very large fan base. Yeah. So uh, this next one we got. So speaking of very large fan bases, uh, another in the uh, how many of the edge of the blank products can FFG make? Because we had edge of the earth, edge of the empire. And now there's going to be two edge of the earth expansions for Arkham Horror, the card game. So this was a big this was a big deal announced this week. And I'm kind of excited for it is that they finally are breaking away from like the monthly LCG pack formula. So the way they've done it is you'd have like a big deluxe expansion for Arkham Horror, the card game. And then you'd have six uh, expansions that f- are six packs that you would buy to kind of ta- to, to so you'd have a monthly release for like the first six or seven for the six or seven months. And you you wouldn't like get all burned out with it at once. And it would just like, you know, and you'd always be coming back to your store month after month because by the time that the, the one end, you would maybe have like a month or so break and then the next one would start. Uh, but the, always the problem was is it was hard for stores to keep single packs in stock because it's like so many SKUs and it's like, well, we've got packs one, three and six, but like we didn't get enough of two in and and just there's been a lot of FFG not printing stuff uh, as much as they need to. Um, Five is right out. Yeah, exactly. So now they've got a, the new model where they're going to pack it. And a lot of people have been asking this in general, but they had asked like at the end, like, oh, at the end, can we just box everything up? So now they're just like, screw it. We're just going to do it from the get go. So that the new campaign, we're going to be going to Antarctica to exploring the horrors under the ice sheets. Uh, and it's going to have two boxes. So the first one is going to be the campaign cards. And then the second box is going to be like all the investigator cards that would normally come in. And I had somebody be like, why would they do that? Why wouldn't you just combine it together? And they were like, it seems like that's just like a money grab, but like it's going to cost you like a hundred bucks to get both of these together. So I don't see them like even if they put it all together, it probably still would have been like 80, a hundred bucks Yeah, because it's a lot, especially when you when you look at the deluxe and all the six mythos packs, it's about hundred bucks is about what you are spending per campaign anyways. But it, it's it's interesting because I think the reason why is a people if, if say like somebody's playing with me and they want to get into Arkham Horror, but they don't see the need to buy the campaign cards because they know I will buy everything. They just want to buy all the the cards so that they have options for deck building. Then they can buy just the investigator expansion. And also, on the other hand, there are some people that buy like double of everything that comes out because they want more cards to be able to build like multiple decks. You know, right. You only get uh, you only get like two, three copies of every card. So they're like, oh, I want to be able to make, you know, the deck for I'm playing on Saturday and the deck I'm playing with on Sunday and, and all this stuff. So they'll buy like multiple copies of it and now they don't have to have a double of the uh of the campaign stuff like i i've bought so that i had enough of the basic cards the basic class cards that had uh to make four fully functional decks since i'm we play with our group with like mike uh cory and jimmy 
I had to buy two extra cores. So I have four total core sets. Uh, so I have four copies of the base core set campaign cards. And I think that's why they split them up. So uh, if you love FFG and some, some Arkham, you'll be probably excited about that. Uh, and then this next game you might say is unfathomable unless you spent the past two weeks in any of the FFG communities. So two weeks ago, FFG started this like teaser thing where they started putting up a picture and then it was broken into like uh, different shapes and every day they would peel off a section to reveal the image. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Yeah. Well, apparently there had been a leak out of a play test where somebody was like, oh, it's going to be a Arkham version of BSG, but they still kept committed to this like two week and uh, every day for two weeks is people's like, oh, it's going to be a BSG version of Arkham. And then guess what it's going to be? It's a BSG version of Arkham. <laughs> So I know it sucks when stuff gets leaked, but I feel like is is so when I hear BSG, I think Battlestar Galactica. Yes. Okay. All right. Just making sure. Yes. So the the Battlestar Galactica board game that you own. Yes. This is that game, but now themed in an Arkham universe. Uh, okay. So it had been that game had been out of print forever, probably because they lost the license. So now they're bringing it back and it's called Unfathomable and it's going to be themed. It's like bef- takes place before Arkham Horror happens. Mm-hmm. But it's really funny because the ship that, that this takes place on is called the Atlantica. Uh... I was like, I thought that was funny. It was just kind of like a haha look. So uh, st- uh, strange nightmares plague the minds of the people aboard the ship every night. Rumors circulate of dark shapes flo- flo- following closely behind the ship just beneath the waves so like yeah it, it, you know just like bsg you got like a map of the of the ship and you're like moving around to different places and then you can either be humans or like these uh deep one hybrids Ooh, yeah and so apparently it's going to have like a whole bunch of new uh new characters that's why they mentioned it taking place before uh arkham horror and so yeah it's going to be bsg but in the arkham mm. universe all right Hey, Hoser40K is in the chat room. Says he can hear us fine. I just refreshed to see, making sure people, <laughs> that we could actually hear people. Oh, the, yeah, I don't, the unified chat doesn't refresh. Yeah, not not very well. I've been, I've been flipping back and forth between all three tabs. Uh, Twitch is still blank. Yeah. Uh, so, Philip, I know we have only played that one BSG game once. You probably have no interest yeah. in this because you'd probably just play BSG, wouldn't you? I, I, if, yeah, if it came down to it, I'd play, I'd play BSG. Yeah. So, I could, I see this more as this is for people that have heard stuff about BSG and just never had a chance to play it because it's like uh, Fantasy Flight's like, we got this good game here, but we can't reprint it. Hey, we own Arkham. Let's just slap Arkham on it. Yeah, there you go. So I don't know if I will necessarily get this because, again, if, if I was going to play it, I'd probably be like, Philip. Oh, uh, wait, does that mean all the extra stuff is gone now? What? All the, what, like the, the expansions, the oh, Cylon, yeah. the Base yeah. Star, and the Pegasus? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I don't have those. Well, you could probably find them, and it actually might be cheaper now because now that they're coming out with this new version, people might be trying to, like, uh, anyone that may not be tied to the BSG theme, maybe trying to like offload their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hoser says the same thing. I'll look into Unfathomable, but the game group will probably prefer BSG. All right. And that's uh, that's the news for this week. There's a lot of stuff in there. All right, Philip, I'm going to turn it over to you. What have you been doing? Uh, so I, I mean, I've been playing Destiny. That's what I do. <laughs> um, and go to work. I sleep sometimes too. Um, I actually, I, I don't know. I popped back into some of my mobile games just cause I, I did offload a bunch of them from my phone onto my iPad. Nice. And I've been playing all that. And we're watching Atlantis. Huh? Yeah. You were talking about that. Anything in specific? Yeah. Um, the, like the family guy mobile game. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Man, I, I, I don't know. I think I, I didn't play it for like two years. 
So, and I think the last time I had played it was during a Halloween event because I open it up and it st- it loads. It's like the Halloween event has ended, but then something glitched and it came up with like loading the Christmas event. And then I had to restart the game. The yeah. Christmas event has ended. And it's like the New Year's event, the Valentine's event. And like it, it cycled through all these events that I missed <laughs> until it got to recent. <sighs> So now, now it's just been, I don't know, we're doing some... Which is 70s. funny, because we're not, you're not like heavy into to Family Guy watching, but you were, you were, at least back in the day, you were big on that game. Oh yeah, I mean, the, the game is kind of, because it's, it's one, it's just like a mindless, you, you log in, you, you log in, you do some maintenance on the game, you let it run, you know, 8, 10, 12 hours later, you log in again, you do some maintenance, you leave... You collect all these little characters. You can build your own little Quahog city. Yeah. They, they, um, one of the, I, I think I remember something with like Stewie and some multiverse device. Oh, yeah. So now you can go to other Quahogs. Well, like other people's? Well, well, you could always do that, but now there's other like... There's oh. Beachland and Moonland and Grassland and f- like Stewie Land, and you can visit these and put other buildings and design them. I don't know. It's it's getting weird. It's but getting it's really just something to occupy your time. I see. Something. Hang on. Where is it? Where is it? It moved. It's something to occupy your time. Hey, are you pooping? <laughs> uh, yep, pretty much. So, uh, the game topper came in. I don't know if it's I've all, talked you put about that it. In the, you put that in the Slack, didn't you? Yeah. Also did yeah. a whole video that's, it's up on, uh, if you want to see me like out of breath, putting it up on a table, then, uh, there's a video up on the YouTube channel where you can watch that. Cause the box is like a hundred pounds. So me navigating that by myself down to the basement took a little bit of effort. Uh, yeah. I and I could have taken a break and, and gone and, you know, rested. But, uh, who has time for that when there was a game topper? All right. They got a. Had to go put it on that... You put it on a flimsy-ass card table, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. Well, was the other thing I had that was like... I mean, I guess I technically could have put it on this wooden table here, but I've got everything set up for streaming on it. Yeah. But it's fine. I mean, it. we played... Uh, we, we've... we've I have one... I've had one game day here where we played uh, one of the games I'm going to talk about later, but we also played... So, I don't know if you remember back in Gen Con uh, 2019, Mike kept talking about... And he had, like, ordered it from Gen Con or was looking into it, this game called uh, Mega city oceana um what wasn't um sorry give me a second wasn't that you um you had like this this little you had some sort of like player platform and you would build a city and then you had to like move it across the table yep to combine and if stuff fell over you yeah okay did you play it too or something i walked by the table a couple times okay yeah, so, so apparently, like, his wife Heather's not big on dexterity games, so it was, like, one of our first uh, game days where she wasn't uh, able to come, and it was the first with the game table, or the game topper, and so he brought that and was super excited to play it, so I was like, all right, and it has, like, its own mat, which I don't know how you would play that game without a mat, like, oh, definitely. Of, of some kind, but yeah, like, you, 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 you get all these little plasticky pieces, and you have to, you get different cards that, like, tell you how to build things. Or like what what's going to score you points kind of thing. And then, yeah, you assemble them on a little hex and have to like push it in. I've never been so stressed out by a game in all my life. Like I thought I've been stressed before, but like Corey stacks up this thing. Like I, I did kind of like the early douchebag thing, which is like I laid some stuff because you get you get a point for being like a, you get three points at the end of the game if you're the tallest building and you get a point like right away if you are just the tallest, the next tallest building. So I started off by just like stacking some stuff and then taking one point and just sticking it straight up. So it just it made a really tall piece <laughs> and I just put like really easily and shoved that in there. 
And it took like half the game before anyone ever was able to get on top of or to get above that. And then finally, like Corey did. And then like or and then she even like topped herself even more because she got, you know, you get another point for doing that. And so I was like, oh, the only way I'm probably going to win this if I can get the tallest building. So I managed to like do this delicate balance of things and then like put this one on top straight up. So that 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 sucker was huge. There was no top. There was no going to be able to stop that. But I had to get it into play first without it falling. And so like, I'm just like inching this thing. And like, I was just afterwards, I was like walking around. I was like, just, I was stressed for the next like 15 minutes. Just, just the, uh, my body like winding down just from all that. It was, it was nuts. Is it, is it cheating? If you grab one of those, uh, one of those like batons they have for craps and just like push the stuff in that way. Um, Oh, I know what you mean. Like the little forked ones. I don't know if that would be cheating because I don't know if that would help you because there's so much other stuff that could go wrong just between the like the table moving or like, you know, like just because like you you could push it. I feel like that would eliminate that would eliminate a little bit of like um, like hand flinching and like you touching the table because I mean, if you're four feet away from the thing pushing it away, you know, sure. But like there was no restrictions on how you pushed it with like your hand. Like I've seen some games where it's like you have to push with like your one finger in like the back in this certain spot or whatever. Uh, yeah. But this was like, no, you could just so like I was even able to take my time. You could just kind of like push it a little bit and then like, OK, I'm going to like let go and turn like my body so that I could like push it this other way. You know, so it wasn't like a timed thing, which that was I mean that I could see some people maybe wanting to play this with a, a, a timer because it's yeah. one of those like. The turns go quick if you're not going to be pushing a, a hex onto the board because it's like, I'm going to grab pieces. I'm going to grab a card that's going to tell me what to build next or, you know, I'm going to grab like a base to build on. But then like, so you could be like, oh, I'm going to grab my stuff and then I'm going to start building my thing because you can build on your turn. It's just when someone's like, all right, I'm in, I'm uh, advancing. You have to like go hands off the table. Okay. And so you could be like built like I'm building my stuff or whatever. And then everybody's done their turn and it's back to you like, well, crap, I haven't done anything yet. Mm. So then you're like, okay, I'm going to be pushing this turn. So let me build stuff. But then everybody else gets a chance to like build their stuff. But yeah. if you were playing with uh, like problems with like AP or, you know, like uh, uh, anybody that gets paralyzed by making decisions, um, I could see that being a problem. Or maybe if the game takes too long, you need to do like a sand timer or something. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some of our friends that like overcomplicate or overthink and overengineer things that I bet they'd have a field day with this game. <laughs> It'd just be interesting to see their brains working trying to figure it out so uh yeah we played we played that and uh the other game we played is uh, hey that other game that you played when we just played just the two of us and we were like oh hey this is a game that probably needs to be played with more people and that is uh jetpack joyride and once again uh i don't know if you remember playing it but uh i didn't do so well at it and you beat me in it and that happened once again that was a fun game so and uh, it doesn't need a lot more people. Yeah. So I played this with four people. Uh, it was that same night. So it was, it was definitely and this. So this is a one to four player. I don't know why you would play this one player. I think that would suck. The only way I could see this as a one player game is if you're wanting something to keep your kid busy. That probably. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a jetpack joyride from Lucky Duck Games. Uh, and it, it's there's an app called Jetpack Joyride, which is one of those kind of endless runners. See how long you can last and they made it into a board game. And so I've got some of the pictures pulled up here where you've got a, not very good pictures apparently, but 
Okay, this is a little bit better. Where everybody has, uh, everybody has like a lab, so they have a series of, of five or four cards, and then somebody says go, and then you have all these polyomino yellow uh, tiles in the middle, and you have to build, uh, build a route from one side of your lab all through all four cards, and all, and be the first one to get out and trying not to hit all these different uh, little little gizmos and, and things. Um, there's, oh, uh, here we go. Here's a better looking card. Like there's coins that you can grab for extra points. There's lasers and missiles you want to avoid, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this is all real time. And Mike is great at this and we suck. Like you would have, you would have like all these different challenges that you'd have to do. Like, oh, you need to go from the top of the car to the bottom without moving, going back up on one across one card like don't ever go up on a, a single card yeah and so like i'd be trying to figure that out and i'd be on like card two or three and mike be like done i'm like what in the world and so like every he he was the last like he even at the towards his three rounds and even on the last round i'm like forget the forget the 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 goals i just need to like get as far as i can go and it's even still i didn't even make it i barely touched the third card and he was like done i was like Oh my God. So uh, in between each round, you'll also get like tech that cards that you can get that like you can freeze an opponent's. Oh, I, I use this one, the freeze matic where it just be like, all right, everybody stop. I'm going to think about where I'm going to put this piece. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and, and things that'll like give you extra coins and give you like, you know, things that you can fly through missiles or maybe you get like Corey had one where she could uh, grab a tile before we started and then place it after somebody had uh, called time, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was really cool. So, Philip, you played that. We did. What did you think? You said you liked it. it did. I did. I liked it. It was it was a real fun game. I, like, I would want to play it with more people again. That's what yeah. I would want to do. Uh, yeah, I would definitely say I would not, having played it with just the two of us, I would not play this without at least three people. Yeah. Is it a must-have? Eh, probably not, but it's probably, I want to say probably in the $25 range. And if you have kids, I think they would probably like this, especially because if they know the, because I don't know, I mean, I, I don't have children in the range because, again, you need people that aren't going to eat the pieces. So I'm out. <laughs> So now here, this this picture you've got up right now, uh huh. Um, you lose points on that, don't you? No, no. So so the way it, not the, having pieces that fall off the board. No, it, it's okay on the end. The thing is, is just one piece has to touch the card. So the way it is is it, that zigzag is all one piece. And yeah. so the the turn the the previous one, like there's an L shaped connector here. You just need the terminal pieces have to touch, and at least one part of the card has to be on or. The, your exit piece has to be on at least one square, basically. Gotcha. And okay. Okay. And it was you couldn't do that like in the middle. You couldn't do it in the middle, and you can't go. You can't go up or down. Like you couldn't. You couldn't circle around the board, basically. Yeah. That only. Right. You only get away with that because it's the last piece. And you're leaving. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 So, uh, but it says eight plus. That's probably just for the choking hazard piece. Uh, if yeah. you if if. Your kids like Jetpack Joyride? I mean, it's been an app forever, so I don't even know if kids are still playing this game, like the the app version of this game. But if they are, then you probably would de- like this just on brand recognition because it's got all the same, that same style of artwork is across this entire game. Um, it's chaotic. I, I don't like, I mean, I suck at real-time games, but I did enjoy playing it even though I was losing terribly. It was one of those, it was just kind of chaotic fun. And uh, we definitely, because there's even a system in there for like, um, what's it called? Like uh, evening out skills. So even if you're playing with like a kid and you think like, oh, this is going to be easier for me than it is for them. 
they've got like advanced cards that have like more missiles and stuff that you can give to more experienced players. And we were talking about next time we play, we're giving Mike those because <laughs> that was like the rest of us were all in the same boat. Like the rest of us were all like around the same card where Mike would be like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. All that, uh, all that hand eye coordination, probably from playing destiny. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just making. Except for launching the nuke too early. <laughs> you have to hear the, uh, the the bonus bits to understand that joke. Because I'm going to clip it out and put it in the bonus bits. <laughs> yeah. See. So. So lots of other stuff played. Oh, I got the. Um, see, I've got so much. I've been doing so much gaming stuff that I'm actually like writing it in the in the chat and then just like saving it from from game to or from episode to episode <laughs> if I don't get a chance to talk about it. Yeah. So, so like uh, I have here, I, I we started playing, I got the big huge Railroad Inc. Kickstarter in that yeah. has like the giant boards and stuff. And so uh, we managed we managed to play it. It was like our last game day before we started doing uh, in person. So we didn't do the new challenge modes that, that the have where there's, so the, the new versions of the game are Railroad Inc. Challenge is what it's called, where in addition to rolling dice and drawing out the different routes on your board, uh, you um, you uh, you play out these like investigator card or not invest like uh, challenge cards and you get points for um, you get points for achieving like a certain goal first. That kind of thing. Also, mm-hmm. what's up? Mike Hardness is in the chat. Again, our chat not updating. Yeah. Uh, so I figured that would play. So we were playing all over over uh, Discord, and I figured that would be kind of hard to do. So I was like, we're just going to set that aside and play normal Railroad Inc. Because I could just roll the dice in front of like a webcam, and then everybody could draw and then just say what their scores were at the end. Yeah. But oh my gosh, this box has so much stuff in it. So it's packed, the middle one's packed with all these like expansion dies. And it got to the point I stopped paying attention because they just kept adding stretch goal after stretch goal. And just, Mm -hmm. and like, you get this die and this die. And I was thinking it was like the normal expansions in Railroad Inc. where each set of like each expansion is two die that adds something different. No, in these, there'll be like a pack of four, but each die does something different. So you can add and remove whatever expansions you want. So I, it, it would be a very, very long time before I'd play with like every single expansion die. Like I've only, I've really only played with two so far. We had one that was like a renovation die, which this is my favorite so far, which is basically you can add on tracks and, and routes to existing die that you've already written down. Oh, cool. So like maybe you've got like a tur- uh, a rail that's turning and you roll this and it's like, okay, it's, you can add one road to, you know, if you've got two open sides, then you can add a road there instead so that you could do that. So it's like, uh, it's great for kind of like, ah, I've worked myself into a corner and you can kind of back yourself out. Very nice, yeah. And then the other one we did was in the, the Cthulhu Eldritch set, which was uh, the portal die, mm. which is there's like, there's the, it's a six-sided die and it has three symbols like A, B, and C. And you roll those along with the, the regular die and you can make portal, like uh, two, two one-way portals basically. So like, you can connect two A portals and two B portals, but you may not necessarily get, that's the downside. It's like we rolled one C, but we never rolled a second C during the game. So like it doesn't go anywhere. Oh. And then once you connect, like say you connect an A and another A, if you roll a third A, it does you no good because you can only connect them. They're only one to one. Yeah. Yeah. But you can like extend your routes and make some uh, really good, some really good routes and stuff there. So that's really cool. Oh, so any other, any other things you've been doing, Philip, besides uh, Destiny 2? Uh, not really. 
I mean, I uh, well, like I told you earlier, I was like, I, I have I have clicked claim on every single game that <laughs> Epic has put out for free. Yeah. Since we all went into lockdown and everything, um, uh, I did download a lot of them, mm-hmm. and that's as far as they've gotten. They're just taking up space on my hard drive. Mm. So I was gonna, I was gonna. Have I do s- got to look into some of them because, like, there are some, there are some. So, uh, well, so one thing I, I actually did. I, that's a, okay. I have played something that I downloaded from Epic for free. It's a, it's a Dungeons and Dragons themed idol game. Ah, yes, and, the Idol Champions. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. I and, keep seeing ads for but that. But one of the things, one of the things I read. Um, cause I was going through reading stuff about it. Um, they have pulled, they've pulled characters from like everything that's ever been that wizards has ever allowed a license of D and D to, and a character's being created. Like it's in this game. Nice. I mean, why not? Yeah. One of the characters, it's three kobolds in a trench coat <laughs> and their special ability is based on where they are standing in, uh, like whatever formation like if they're in the first two rows, the guy on the bottom takes over. If they're in the middle two rows, the guy in the middle, and the back two rows, guy on the top, or some combination of that. Yeah. So that that's and that's another that, that's kind of like the family game, the Family Guy game. Log in, do some upkeep, and then go do something else. Well, I was hoping this episode would be a little longer, but uh, I think stomach's not taken to dinner too well, so I may have to call it quits Uh-oh. here. So let's uh let's go ahead and roll that beautiful bean footage. That has been our show, everybody. Uh, if you like this show and you want to watch it live, yeah, we record most every other Sunday. Um, you know, stuff happens. Uh, we're doing it live, folks. Uh, check out boardandswords.com slash live. It'll have the schedule and the links to all of our live streaming channels. If you really enjoy this show and you want to see other stuff we do, uh, you got to check out boardandswords.com. It has the archives of the live play podcast, um, it's got everything we've been doing for the past 10 years. Am I right about that, Chris? Yep. Yep. So Most you of can it. Go back There's an occasional episode that got missed. You can check out some relative dimensions that we used to do back in the day. Actually, don't. Because like, if you think my jokes are bad now, they were worse then. You should go check out relative dimensions. So, also, you'll see there might be baby faces of Philip and Chris. Yeah, there, there are. Somewhere. There are definitely those. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah, it is. Uh, you can email us comments and questions, feedback at boardsandswords.com. We're on social media, facebook.com slash boardsandswordspod is our Facebook page. I'm also at boardsandswords on Twitter and at boardsandswordschris on Instagram. And if I post it on Twitter, you can find me at Phil the Dirtbag. Also, if you're wondering about our winner for our, uh, our Eldritch Foundry, then I will be emailing you about it because we didn't get a whole lot of entries, so pretty much most people that emailed me are going to win. So there you go. Uh, this podcast is also part of Punchboard Media. For other great gaming podcasts, check out punchboardmedia.com. And thank you for listening. Once again, check out patreon.com slash boardsandswords to help support the show. And we'll be back uh, next week, not this time, with hopefully another show and uh, a little bit more prepared this time and not me jetting off to the bathroom. Because uh, every gamer has a story, and uh, what was that game that you played from the toilet? Oh. Hey, are you pooping? Belly guy. Pretty much any game ever on my phone. That's what games are for. That's, that's right. Da-na. <laughs> <laughs>